Hello, everyone. Welcome to another great episode of Paddle Smash Academy. Today, we're so excited to have Austin Edwards, the mastermind behind uh, State of Paddle. And we are all things Paddle. Welcome, Austin, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for taking the time to, to be with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. First podcast I've ever been on. So Good, man. Excited. There's always a, a first for everything. <laughs> So we were so intrigued when you when we read your 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 what, what would you call it? Is it a newsletter? It's an email. I guess I guess maybe blog for lack of a better term. Okay. Um, I'd like to think that we evolved to something bigger than that, but yeah, for now probably a blog would be the right. I mean, thing it, to call it's it. absolutely extremely informative. Uh, so I, I really love the information that you put in there, and I want I, I want us. Um, First of all, tell us who's Austin Power and how did you find out about, about paddle? Yeah, so I have kind of a funny story with my paddle background. I Like most people, I was actually just listening to Ben Nichols' interview that you all did. Before this, like him, I started out as a competitive tennis player. I grew up in Colorado uh, all through high school, played a lot of tennis. The school uh, college I went to had a really good D1 tennis program that I was not good enough to play on. So got to college discovered squash, which is something my dad loved, um, started playing a bunch of that, just fell in love with squash. Then fast forward about 10 years, it's probably like 2012, I was living in New Orleans and we had three little squash courts there at a gym, basically, and I was in best shape of my life, playing best squash of my life, um, feeling pretty good about myself. And one day I'm playing on the court, turn around and there's this um, guy standing there, looks like a, uh, like a Calvin Klein underwear model or something. I mean, this guy was, he, every girl in the gym, including my girlfriend is looking at him. And I was kind of like, what's this guy doing? And come off the court. And he was obviously, he was from Spain, limited English. It was obvious that he wanted to play squash. He didn't have any rackets, anything. And I was kind of, you know, thinking, thinking I was pretty hot shot at that point. I asked him, what well, do you play squash? And he says, no, but I am paddle pro. <laughs> And I was like, what, I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean you're good at racket sports or whatever? And so finally, I loaned him a racket, go out there. Can't remember if we were playing at nine or 11 at that point, but he beat me like 11 now. Really? And I'm asking him again. I'm like, so you play a lot of squash, right? And he's like, no, I'm paddle pro. And I was like, why does this guy keep saying that? What does that mean? <laughs> and he was in New Orleans for another six months. We got to be really good friends. And slowly over time, I discovered that paddle was this huge that I didn't know existed and that he truly was a pro. He had his names on his bats and everything. And so that kind of put it into my brain. At that point, um, he invited me a few times to go to like Houston and Miami to play. Never did. Wish I had. Sort of forgot about it. And then in the pandemic, our squash club here in Charleston was closed down and we're all bummed about it. We, a lot of us started playing pickleball just for something to do. A friend of mine in Philly, squash friend, said, well, we're we're playing this crazy new Spanish game called Padel. You should really come up to Philly and play. And it sort of clicked in my brain. And I quickly, you know, looked on YouTube, watched some points, was basically got a group of guys from here, was on the next plane up to Philly, play at Philadelphia. Um, then just tried to play any chance I could get after that. Went to San Diego for a squash event, played out there, played more times in Florida. And then sort of finally, we have one of our squash club members here in Charleston. He has some property about two hours north of here in Columbia, South Carolina, that he had built a squash court on. And he was getting ready to build a second squash court. And I was like, Harry, before you do that, 
let's hop on a plane down to Miami and let me show you this other game. Like if we're going to put money towards building something, I think we should maybe do this. And he was very skeptical. Uh, we got probably six of us from Charleston, hopped on a plane, flew down there. Uh, Peter Cheshire at Kinetic is a friend of our squash pro here. So he was nice enough to get us on that court there. We played about three games and Harry just turned around and looked at me and he's like, yes, this is what we're, this is what we're building. <laughs> so, so, so a group of club? us got together, pooled some money and built a, the first court in South Carolina and only court for now on his property up there. And it's just been amazing. I mean, they have a small group of players, but everyone has got people that only played pickleball or playing all the squash people are playing and now nobody's playing pickleball or squash. It's just paddle yeah. all the time. So, so, so when you that came- was kind of my long background into the sport and now i'm like everyone else just sort of hopelessly addicted and <laughs> um trying to be involved in any possible way that i can uh, so when you came to miami uh what club did you go to um to try to paddle i've played just only at kinetic in which okay. is really Boynton beach um and i've been to winwood but unfortunately did not play now i know there's just endless clubs and opportunities to play so i will probably be back down there in the near future. Okay. Uh, Austin Edwards, right? Not Austin Powers. Oh, he's, had Austin Powers. he's, Sorry. A, he's a joke. That's right. This guy's a jokester. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, how did you get into the newsletter thing? I mean, uh, obviously you started playing paddle and you know, you were playing a squash before, which I played squash before as well and tennis. Right. And now uh, I assume you're like everybody else who gets uh, addicted to paddle after, you know, uh, and so how did your passion come to be to create uh, this newsletter? Well, I'd always been interested in writing for Squash Magazine, which I never did. I just got too busy with my day job for years. I always sort of regretted that. And honestly, it came out of I was just craving to play or learn anything more I could about the game. And there was just such a lack of information, U.S.-based information on the sport. And, you know, there was a handful of things you could tell they weren't based in the U.S., they weren't necessarily especially club stuff wasn't the most reliable information and it just sort of occurred to me that there was a vacuum there was just nothing there so i was like this is going to get so big in the u.s so fast that i'd like to be the first mover in that space and i reached out to ollie morgan and mike dale that run the battle paper in the uk because i thought they were doing sort of the best job of you know clean slate clean site good journalism it obviously wasn't just an affiliate marketing site or anything like that. And I just kind of picked their brain a little bit and asked about maybe doing some U.S. articles for their site. And we wound up uh, deciding to partner and to start a just U.S.-based site. You know, we knew there was going to be so many articles and so much interest. And so I've just taken on the content side of all of that. And, and as I'm sure you all understand, just buried in story ideas and out and it's just such a neat time in this world. Yeah. The way things are taking off. Yeah. And, and, but your background, it's, 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 it's editor, writer. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I worked, um, as a copywriter in the financial world for years. Um, so definitely writing, but on sort of the different side of the money-making side of it, the editorial side, but, um, it's nice, nice to be writing about something really passionate about now and i certainly learned a lot about investing in the stock market which was great but this is a little more fun at the end of the day so so what's the vision for paddle state what are you what are you trying to do there what's your main goal i think just be the go-to site in the u.s for all things 
all things paddle, kind of, kind of like on your podcast. Um, <laughs> certainly giving people on the on the playing side, giving people plenty of information on where where they can play, how they can improve their game, and then also on the I think there's a big opportunity on the big business side for you know port builder, e-commerce, apparel uh, companies. I think it is sort of both sides of the coin, consumer and the business side. Consumer being the the player. And where do you gather all the information? At, at this point, it's just being thrown at me by any. I mean, people hear that there's a site like this now, and people are reaching. I got PR people reaching out. Um, LinkedIn. I've got a ton of leads, and I don't see that again with the rate that everything's growing at. I don't see that slowing down at any point. So it's not like I'm ever having to dig very hard for article ideas or new information. Um, even in just this, which you may have seen, I published what I think is the most comprehensive list of clubs and courts in the U.S. And yes. Even just since publishing that maybe five days ago, I've had multiple people reach out and let me know that there's now a court. I think it opened yesterday, actually, or two days ago in Phoenix, the Camelback Club in Phoenix. There's one in Tucson now. Another one besides Tactica in San Diego, I wasn't aware of a court in Vermont, which is amazing to me. Vermont, really? Where? That's that's interesting. Where? Yeah. yeah, it's it's at a little sort of boutique resort that built a. I can look it up. The exact name. Um, I want to say it's like the Baybound End or something like that, right outside of Battleboro. Uh-huh. And it is an outdoor court, so it'll be a very seasonal yeah. deal, but it just looks gorgeous and. Um, and it's really neat to me to see paddle expanding to places like yeah. that. Obviously, um, big places, Miami, Houston, the growth there is awesome too. But when you start getting it in these really niche kind of destinations, I think that, that's, you know, that's really neat. I, I'll tell you, to the future of the sport. I'll tell you a story that uh, um, you put, um, I'm a minority owner at a club in, in San Francisco, Park Paddle. Right. And, yeah, congratulations. And, yes, that. and I forward the the article that you wrote about us uh, on the club, and you know the, the the owners were so excited and so happy. You know all the details that you got and all that. They were super super interested and they were so pumped. They're like, where'd you get this? Who's this guy? <laughs> and all that. Right, right. And that's why we decided. So I really appreciate that. And and we need you know uh, putting the information out there. And there's so many things going on that uh, you know. Uh, it's great that you're you're putting the time and, and the effort and the passion yeah. behind this. I mean, we're we're trying to do the same thing with the podcast. Um, right. You know, try bring the awareness on and the growth of the sport here in the state. So I really we really appreciate that when we saw well, and likewise. Yeah, and, and it's growing so fast. Um, information changes so quickly when when you know this this uh, sport is growing so fast. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I say this too to a lot of people. The only thing that I've experienced in my life quite like this was really the rise of the internet when I was a kid. Yeah, just in terms of um, I know that's sort of a grandiose statement, but just the sort of the wild west of people are going in a hundred different directions. And yeah, everyone knows which direction it's ultimately headed, but you're not sure what the best course for yourself is. Yeah. Um, but that's an exciting time, you know. There's a lot of uncertainty, but I think there's also a lot of opportunity, and so it's a great. I mean, great time, I I great time I, I see space. I see great signs, very positive signs. When um, a, a couple of weeks ago I was up in San Francisco and we went to this 
vineyard in the middle of Napa Valley. I mean, and I saw your pictures. From yes. That, yeah. And it was like unbelievable. I mean, you know, when you see these guys, you know, using the space they have to put a paddle cord, that's a great sign for yeah. the sport. You know what I mean? So um, we're, we're, you know, it's, it's the only way it's going is going up and it's going to go up faster and faster. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. So and, tell us a little bit about your, you play competitive, you play for fun, uh, you know. Right now, other than trips that I take, like we went to Chicago a couple times this fall to play there at the club in Mundine um, and got to meet Rudy and his brother who are great, great guys. I think Rudy's maybe been on your podcast. Yeah. Um, but the only opportunity for me to play right now is to drive two hours to Columbia, which I'm doing every couple weekends and try to get as much in as I can there. Um, certainly don't know that I'm a very skilled player, but I'm a very passionate one. And um, we're part of a group of guys that are working on actively trying to bring courts to Charleston as well. So hopefully that happens sooner than later and I'll be able to play more. So I was going to ask that. How many clubs are there around you? You just said there's one two hours away from you. Is that pretty much it? That's that's the only court in South Carolina. At the, now in North Carolina, I believe, there's Charlotte uh, Club, which I've been in touch with their owner, and I'm going to go up there and play hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And then I believe there's a private club in Raleigh. But that would be the closest. I know something just opened in Atlanta, but again, that's a five-hour drive for me. Yeah. Do you do you see anything? Uh, any any clubs opening up in in the in in a short period of time? Probably not in the next six months or anything. But I would like to think maybe in the next year there'll be a real push. I think courts will start to be added to private tennis clubs and things like that. Um, you know, it, here in the Charleston region, we have some pretty high-end golf clubs that and yeah. towards that but you know those aren't really going to be publicly accessible courts necessarily for their membership yeah the, um, the, the, the one in raleigh uh, it's um i play a tournament there it's in north hill uh yeah that's and right. they have i mean it's a beautiful club and they put you know they they, they took some space and they put uh, uh, uh three uh, paddle courts and everybody's in love with it you know it, it's really exciting i think that's just the test right to see what yeah. they get what what the reaction sure. is and see if there's enough uh people who who are who, who yeah. who are interested in paddle to create a club you know yeah that's yeah. so good so so tell us um who's the co-owner or the co-author that you put on on your linkedin is there somebody else um i just really partnered with ollie morgan in the, in the uk and that's just more from a structural setting up the site and everything the content's 100 percent on me at this point um but he just has a background in that but yeah at this this point i hopefully down the road we will have the bandwidth to get some more um, writers from around the states that can cover things maybe regionally can cover a little more intently but yeah for Right now, it's a full-time job for me. So, I, I mean, and let me ask you another thing: Are you do are you doing for free, or you get some some advertisers and things like that? <laughs> um, we do have advertisers. It's um, almost for free at this point, we'll say. Which, again, I think to be the sort of leading voice in this space um, is the upside opportunity is there. So it's really worth worth the time and investment that I think will pay dividends down. The and even to be honest, to the connections I've made in the last month since I started this are just invaluable to me. Yeah. Um, especially if we look to bring courts to Charleston and just various other business opportunities. 
I've had another company reach out to me that's a sort of really high-end pickleball event and retail company that are looking to expand into the paddle world. Uh, so I've become sort of an advisor. Again, just connections that are invaluable. So do you see yourself opening up a club in the future with uh, the right investor, the right, right team? Um, I would like to help facilitate that. I don't, at the end of the day, I don't know if I'm, I don't have any personal experience um, opening or running clubs, but I am a pretty good cat herder. I can tend to get the <laughs> right people in the right conversation. Um, that's a skill I've picked up over the years in squash, especially double squash, getting four grown men together at the same time is very challenging. People have kids and everything. But, um Certainly like to help drive the effort, we'll put it that way, to get courts in, in Carlson and sooner than later. So and and on your blog newsletter, I mean, how do you get people interested about? I mean, how do they get, you know, how do they find out about you, you know, the paddle state? Honestly, I, a lot of it right now has been LinkedIn. That's been a pretty valuable and we will um obviously expand into other social media spaces. I've been somebody my whole life, except for LinkedIn. I've never been a social media person. Um, so I don't have a lot of experience in that, but I think once we expand into that, it'll help. And certainly I just reach out to the clubs I've been to, the pros I've met, the owners I've met, um, like the Parker Racket Club, which is right outside of Denver. I played there there this year and met Barry Riddle as the owner, Robert I'm not sure how to say his last name, Robert, the pro there. Certainly, I sent as soon as I started the site, I sent it to them, asked their players to start reading it, following it, give me you know, any feedback they could or ideas for articles. That's excellent. So man. I think at this point, it's sort of grassroots, sort of guerrilla, no real strategy. <laughs> and and is, there, this, is this the first one that you, uh, the one we read, is that the first one you, you came out or you, they said a previous one or is that always changing? The uh, sorry, the site itself, or well, the, no, the last one that you know that you talk about the Exxon Cup and all that is that the first one that you 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 put out, or is that that's always changing? Uh, yeah, it's the first first site, um, but yeah, we're constantly adding to it all the time. So it's sort of like a blog website, pretty much, where you're constantly. It's gonna keep going. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, shooting for four new pieces a week. Um, at minimum, and sometimes that ebbs and flows depending on whether it's just, you know, sort of a quick news blurb, or like PPL news comes out, we yeah. publish that. Other times I'm working on longer features which require interviews, more research. And, um, but yeah, we're trying to at least every day, every other day, be, I'm trying to put something new out there. I like how you pluralize we, we, but it's only you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the we. It's the royal we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you always need help, right? So, yes. you know, um, I'm sure you have contacts there that I think give you, you know, help you out a little bit, you know? Yeah. I, I will see on your LinkedIn and page, uh, Joe Gross from Paddle Logs always like you, your posts. I know. Are you in touch with them or? You? I talked to Joe, yeah, quite a bit. First, um, with your club in San Francisco, I reached out to him and I'm actually going to do a longer article here shortly. We're going back and forth about their hurricane proof court that they've developed, which is a huge deal. Yeah. Especially you, you all know in Miami mm -hmm. and certainly here in Charleston, that's a, yeah. um, that's going to be a big deal. And it's something we've actually had questions about here in Charleston. We've approached people about doing, uh, courts or a club is the, and they withstand, should we 
should we get a big storm? Could they withstand that? And what would be the sort of impact to their investment? And, well, that's great. But yeah, I talked to Joe for a bit. I know, I know. He always liked your, your post and all that. <laughs> That, that, that's awesome, man. I would encourage anybody that has information or ideas or anything to reach out. I mean, that's another thing I you, love You're looking about at us, the, baby, right there. We know. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I love about the paddle world right now. I mean, people are profiting from it, setting up as a business, but it still has that grassroots community feel where yeah. we're all kind of in this together. And that's just a great feeling. You don't yeah. get that. Um, maybe a little bit in the squash world because the squash world is sort of small and tight knit, but um, it's just a special sort of community to be a part of. And at this point, I feel like if you are a paddle player and, um, you can go most places in the country, be embraced by other communities just by virtue of the fact that you play the sport and know it. Um, but yeah, just really reach people, people reaching out, giving ideas, feedback, anything. Um, certainly I come across a lot of new club openings, news on my own, but it can't be everywhere all the time so if anybody knows of something that i don't you know yeah and if you need any um, help we're here you know yeah we're i mean look i mean we're here to help uh partner you know work together in anything we can yeah, i sure. mean it, it's 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 a ping pong you know match going back and forth you know i mean we i mean we gather all the information from you i mean we do you know flash news i mean the things that you put out yeah. i mean we gather we, we're doing the same thing in a different you know technology pretty much we're my How, when did so. the pod, when did the podcast start we started maybe a year, a year, a year, but we, we, yeah, we had our own podcast separate. I mean, our okay. own, you know, a channel separate. And then we, we partnered Merged together, together. Uh, you know, for the last six months. I would have yeah. To say. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we, we're trying to, you know, gather information and, and bring people together. But prior to that, we were very yeah. involved here in, in the community in Miami. I mean, there's a lot of paddle here. This, yeah. this is what you play, yeah. you yeah. know, so where do you all primarily well, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a full-time coach. You know, I'm, I coach yeah. at Wynwood. Uh, my whole life is evolves around paddle, including you know the podcast and everything related to paddle. Is this, you know, for for Seth, same thing. He has a different, you know. Um, I mean, I play in all the all the clubs, but you know, my favorite mm -hmm. is the reserve. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. the new thing I I've just seen, did that. Seen photos. Yeah. yeah, I'm a member there, so the benefits there are just amazing. Um, and if I have guests come over, obviously you bring them there. It's a lot nicer. But I play Wynwood. If it's indoors, sure. there's the um, open paddle and yeah. ultra because, you know, if it rains, paddle life you too. know, and paddle life, of course. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's, you know, other clubs that are opening up right now that we've talked to, you know, and they've been in the process of opening up for the last three years and it's about to happen. There's, a, there's so many plans, so many permits, so many things going on right. uh, here in Miami. It's a little difficult um, to get those permits. It's so slow. You know, you're looking at. If you were in a normal state uh, or even county, if you were going to put up a, a sporting facility, you may be 12 to, you know, maybe 18 months. Right. Normal. Yeah. You know, here, uh, double or triple that. Yeah. Oh, Just man. because it's so slow. So there's yeah. so many people who want to open up clubs, have the funding, have the plans, yeah. everything, have yeah. the partnerships, but they're just. You know, they, they just they just can't. It's just it's just stumbling and stumbling because of permits, um, you know, uh, just little things like waste, waste, you know, traffic, this, that. There's just so many things that that, you know, Miami is just so slow at, you know, and because it's new and there's so much going on in Miami to start with right now. So yeah. many people coming in that that even makes it more difficult, you know. So that's the problem here. There's just there's more people than than actual courts. Um 
So, which is a great thing when it comes yeah. to paddle, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, getting uh, more paddle courts in, in Miami is, it seems yeah. to be a little bit um, difficult. And, and, and to tell you the truth, you know, the my background has been, I grew, up, I grew up playing paddle and tennis, and then I came here to the States uh, with a scholarship, and I ended up playing tennis. So, but what I see now with paddle, it's never seen anything like it. I mean, the demand for people to yeah. learn how to play the sport, never seen anything like it, and not even tennis. Man, my background has been tennis for, for the past 20 years. And it's just incredible. I mean, it's so rewarding to see all these people trying to walk into the court and then get addicted within five minutes, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the biggest well, problem. Well, we have, yeah, to know? that to that end, one of my good squash um, friends who is sort of helping me drive the charge to get courts here in Charleston, he's got four kids, all college age or older, that have wanted nothing at all to do with sports their whole life. They're very smart, artistic, they're very sort of anti-sports, won't play tennis with them, won't play squash. But they did a, about six months ago, did a trip down to Buenos Aires as a family. And Todd just begged his kids to get on the <laughs> court with them. Again, 10, 10 minutes. And they were all four of them were just like, can we play this again tomorrow? Yeah. And the next day, and now they've all gone back to their respective cities, Chicago, LA, and are playing there. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. wild to yeah. see that just doesn't. Yeah, yeah happen with other things and, and and that's the thing because i think it's just a lot easier you know with yeah. tennis my background is also tennis yeah. and then squash um it, it's hard to get you know uh, a partner at the right level you know to play yeah. um and be social as well you know so this is this is perfect this is an actual record sport you can get in there uh all different levels can just start playing um there's you know um you meet people you know, um, that, that have the same, you know, passion as you do. And you just start sure. playing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like you want to get back. And as soon as you start learning a little bit, like you learn, let's say, an aerial shot here, you just start, you want to go more yeah. and start practicing. Yeah. And okay, you learn the back wall here and like you want to go there and <laughs> learn more. So it's kind of yeah. like a, a, another feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you want to master it, you know, if you're competitive and you've come from the other wrecks where you want to master it. And that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, it, and you do have a great community here. I mean, yeah. it's pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I think that just the sport is like the perfect level of dynamic. I think tennis is maybe not, I won't say boring, but it's just pretty straightforward. And then I think something like squash can be a little intimidating for most people because it feels like there's a little too much to figure out. Yeah. But like paddles, that sweet spot where yeah. Yeah. you can understand getting the ball back and forth over a net and then you can start building in, you know, more dynamic shots. And, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, so. I'll tell you an example that I tell everybody. It's that I can get a, a beginner student, you know what I mean? With that never play any racket sports. And I take him into the tennis court and for me to coach him how to play tennis, it will take him months and thousands of dollars. Yeah. In paddle, within half an hour, they're having the best time ever because right. it's very easy. You're playing stuff of, of a box, you know, even though squash, squash is very difficult. You have the flat ball, you know, the, the walls. I mean, you got to be very yeah. low. It, it's, it's, it's difficult to understand, but paddle has that combination that it's just the perfect blend of fun challenging mental physical tactical everything right. into one one sport it's very broad it, it captures yeah. a lot of uh you know a lot of the market yeah you know and and that's i think what's key like like you said tennis is it is is can, can be boring you yeah. know what i'm saying mm. especially now this the, the new new tennis you know um all baseline 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 and it could get a little boring but as you get good in, in paddle, there's all these different techniques. There's a strategy. It, it lasts longer. There's, there's more shots involved. You know, there's, yeah. 
it, it's it's pretty um and that's i think what attracts you know tennis players squash players racquetball players uh, to start playing paddle sure. yeah so austin at uh, at the end of the podcast we do a, a quick uh rapid fire golden point questions you have you played sure. the golden point right it's either <laughs> you oh yeah you win it or you lose it lost a few so, so here we go where do you prefer to play right or left left uh do you like play indoor or outdoor outdoor on a nice day but being in south carolina that can there can be some hot days that i'd rather be indoors but yeah outdoors if possible so how would you define your your game power or finesse uh finesse and patience <laughs> god that's uh, the, the two things, things that you don't have yeah. <laughs> uh your your favorite club paddle club oh wow that's i'm gonna i'm gonna have to shout out to the club that i'm part of in columbia the columbia rackets club that's my I help help get that court build, and I love those guys up there. And I would not be playing as much as I did if it were not there. Good. Dejada or by three? I'm sorry. Dejada. Do you know the terms? The paddle terms? De yeah, some, some, but dejada yeah. de is sort of like a drop shot, like a, a volley drop shot, uh, okay. or by three. You know, by three that you hit it outside yeah, the court. Yeah. I'd say by three. By really. That's Ooh, a tough one. Man. That's from that's a tennis a, player. He could uh, do it. Yeah, Most tennis players can do it. Second level. serve. Second serve. To, you know. <laughs> and, and squash as well. We yeah. Okay. Used to the overheads. Okay. Uh, bandeja or víbora? Bandeja. Mm. Oh, wow. You know those terms. No, I'm not saying I'm good at these. I'm just <laughs> what I prefer. Right, right, right. Good. What, what, what is your best shot? Wow, that's good. I'm, uh, lob. I'm, I'm a good wow. lobber. That, good. Wow, that is an hey. important shot. That's one of the most important shots in that game. I, I tell all my students, you're in paddle, you're as good as your lob. If you yeah. can hit good lobs, they can never attack you. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right, so your worst shot? Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst shot. That's um, maybe my serve, honestly. I think my serve could use some work for sure. Really? And probably some coaching from somebody in your level. There you go. Come over to Miami, baby. Move yeah, on. I would, Anytime. I would love to. <laughs> Good. So who is your uh, favorite professional player that you love to watch? LeBron. Wow. Uh, Lobo, Lobo, Lobo. He's, he's just in so many videos that I've seen, and I've never seen uh, yet Pro Paddle Live, but yeah, it's a special player. Yeah, he, he's one of the few players that is adaptable to both sides. He used to play back and now mm -hmm. he's playing forehand and he's absolutely fantastic in both sides. So yeah, yeah. that's has, pretty has good. a great partner too. Yeah, on, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's so a, that's a big key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So your favorite racket, your, your paddle racket. I'm using a Wilson right now. Um, that's a tough question. I don't know that I've played with enough different bat, rackets, bats to really have a great informed opinion. So which which Wilson are you using? The Bella Pro? Um, the all red I would have one? to get a look. Was it all red? Yeah, red and black. Red and black. Oh, red and black. Yeah, the 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 old version of the uh, yeah one of those. Yeah. Okay. I want to say it's like a Bella. Pro yeah, Bella, like but that. they have like three different models. Yeah. Good man. Good. Who's your favorite partner that you love to play with? Partner. Um. Of these guys I play with in Colombia, they're all different. That's kind of what's fun about it. They're all different levels, different talents. Um, is there like the one that is the, he's the perfect date for a paddle game? <laughs> shout out to him. Come um, on, shout out to him. 
All right, we'll say we'll say my friend Todd Abaddon from here. He's he's just a great tennis player. He hasn't played a ton, but he's just adapted. So Tom Abaddon from uh, his dad lives in in West Palm Beach in Wellington. Exactly. You're um, kidding me. Yeah. I know him very well. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. So Todd's who I mentioned who took his kids down to Buenos Aires. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I yeah, for sure, man. Excellent. I know. Yeah. I know. I know the family very well. Yeah, Todd's he. He was one of the people that went down with us in that Florida trip when we were showing Harry Miley the when we went to Kinetic to try to convince him to build a court. Uh, Todd was one of the people that was with us, and his his father actually came out and got on the squash court a little bit. And yeah, probably in his early nineties. Yeah, he's um, a, he used to be great. an avid, very good avid t uh, tennis player. Yeah, and yeah. Todd's just as you know is just an all around exceptional. Hey, well, athlete. that's awesome. That's great. It's small world. <laughs> and he's actually one of our main. He's one of our main guys that, along with me, is trying to drive courts here in Charleston. So, that's awesome. Anything we yeah. can do to help, uh, you reach out, reach yeah. out to us. Beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, golden point. Do you take it or your partner take it? Depends who my partner is. <laughs> if, if it was if it was Todd, he would take it. Gotcha. Do you have a favorite coach by any chance? I don't. You, I, you, I guess. Honestly, <laughs> the never, first one finally. Finally. finally you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. During during your game, do you drink water or do you drink water and electrolytes? Just water. Just water. So what are your goals for, for 2024 with uh, Paddle State? I would say to just rapidly increase our readership and our scope, um, which I think will hopefully happen. Um, just continue to be a, you know, sort of leading content provider, get really quality content out there, make sure we're sort of on top of any developments that um, happen. Again, I'm saying we, the royal we. <laughs> um, Maybe maybe some point in 2024 there will be a we component to it. I'll have some other people around the country that hoping to contribute. Great, Austin. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I want to wish you yeah. all the luck. And if you ever want to come down here, man, we'll yeah. have to put the, to put together a game. Yeah. Well, it's really like I said, it's really exciting time and space. And I think personally, I'll look back on this five, ten years from now and be yeah. like, wow, I, back when I did that podcast when there was only. In 35 clubs around the country and i'll just be like that's amazing yeah that was ever a thing so you know yeah, by, it's a real treat to but meet you all and yeah and by the way i'm gonna send you some information about the pan-american games for you to post it on on the thing yes please do yeah. and good good luck that it looks amazing yeah and and um, i'm also part of the team at racket x and i know you put an article there and yeah. uh, if I would love for you to come down to to the event, to the expo, that that'll be fantastic, man. We can um, get yeah, some I'm great. Yeah, I'm planning content. on it with these guys that I mentioned, the pickleball company that wants to expand short court. Um, I think all three of us are going to come down. They're very keen to be in that space. And yeah, um, let so me let me know anything I can help. And and if you're coming down, we'll set up some paddle games, and uh, you know, we'll 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 get you going into the oh. paddle court, man. I really appreciate it. I'll certainly take you up on that. I'm a traveler, so You're great, you don't have man. to invite me twice. We're building four paddle courts inside the convention center, so it's going to be exciting. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so this is going to be super exciting. So good. Well, I'll look forward to that for sure. And you'll probably see me before that, honestly. 
Let's yeah. do it, babe. Right, right. Excellent. Okay. All right, Thank awesome. you, Austin. Good Great. Talking. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. Right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and turn on your notifications. And remember, it's free 99. It doesn't cost you anything to hit that subscribe button. Thanks for tuning in to Paddle Smash Academy. We hope you'll find our videos informative, helpful in improving your game and learning all things paddle. So until next time, keep improving your game. And remember, learn, play, and share.